views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, wow. And welcome back for those of you that were listening uh, to the previous hour. You always hear me say that. And for those of you that don't listen live, you probably think, wait a minute, previous hour, what did I miss? How can I find it? Uh, well, that's going to be that's a kind of interesting thing. Actually, someone pointed that out to me. They said to me, uh, FYI, here's the deal. When you say that, you know, people don't necessarily, uh, you know, know how to find that show. Well, guess what? Here you go. We've got uh, two websites you can go to, the drpatshow.com, or you can go to transformationtalkradio.com. And pretty soon they're all going to change. They're going to look differently. Our newsletter is going to change. Everything's going to change. Um, um, but, you know, part of this is also knowing that if you go to those websites and there's a topic or you think, well, I'm not sure, did I really hear her say your soul remembers? Did I really hear her say Joanne did I really hear her say Joanne DiMaggio? Did I really hear her that? You just go in and you use the search feature, and bam, there it is. And every show, every conversation I've ever had with a given person will show up. Uh, we've got so many cool things that we're looking uh, looking at providing you with uh, this month. It's really cool. And so thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Mr. Benny, another great day in paradise, radio paradise. Well, and obviously here in the Seattle area, too. I don't know in the outlying areas, but I'm I'm loving it. I'm loving it, too. Uh, well, we've got a great show. And this is really, you know, it's kind of cool here. I, I want to just introduce you to Joanne, and I will in, in one second. But I love the title of her book. I get a lot of things that come across my desk. But this is one of these books that when you get it across your desk, you're like, hmm, your soul remembers. What? Does my soul remember? That's the title of Joanne DiMaggio's book. Your soul remembers accessing your past lives through soul writing. Now, what does that mean, soul writing? Well, you know, for, for those of you out there, you know, you know when you start to put the, something down, something happens. You know, if you start to look at what happens to you and how things come through, we have heard this a gazillion times, Benny and I. Benny has probably done, I can't even count how many shows Benny has uh, produced here, but I know that he has heard people talk about that state of consciousness that happens when we say, you know, it just flowed through me. And then Benny and I got to have the experience of having a guy like Michael Shane in the studio in the middle of an interview, and he brings forth, you know, a gemstone the size of a golf ball. Still to this day, unexplainable. 
unexplainable. Thank you. But we know that sometimes that things come through us. It may be uh, some of the stories that we've been hearing people say, you know what, I just went back to the store for a loaf of bread, and because I did that, or I forgot my wallet, I wasn't involved in that accident. Or I just had an idea, and I started to write, but I don't know where it came from. Many of you have heard me say, I have no idea where crust-busting came from, nor do I uh, really... Maybe that's when I'm going to get some insight from from Joanne today, uh, how I knew that, how I sat down and within no time at all created a seven-week course about something that I hadn't even thought of a week before that. That's what we're going to hear. We're going to talk about. But here we go. This is your soul remembers, accessing your past lives through soul writing. What do the past lives have to say to us? Do they have something to say? Well, joining me here today is someone that knows a lot about the quest. Best-selling author, past life therapist, Joanne DiMaggio, didn't realize that she was looking for, but she had started her, stared her in the face for years. She had already written soul writing, but what about this book? What was it about your soul remembers? What was it about that story that had to be told? And you're going to find as we talk about this book and talk about what she wrote, this is not just a kind of like a few things here that she's put in here. When I get a book and I open it up and, and I see that the chapters are not, lay, are not laid out in a traditional way, and I see that chapter one is called First Century A.D., you've got my attention. Joanne, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thanks, Pat. I'm really happy to be joining you today. I'm telling you, what do you think about me me saying that uh, I get I get the book, I look at the table of contents, of course I read the book, and I'm like, what? What is, what is she bringing us to, to look at here? <laughs> first, I know you're laughing, right? Uh, first century A.D. And then I think to myself, okay, she's got my attention now. Tell tell our listeners, tell all of us about what this journey was like, because it says you didn't realize. You didn't realize till many years later what you were tapping into. But you didn't just tap into, like, a conversation about, oh, this is my pet. Really, first century A.D. Tell <laughs> us about the insight that you were given. Well, the, the, the way I organized the book was in time periods based on what my uh, volunteers had regressed to, because I had done 50 regressions. Uh, with some volunteers, and I really didn't know how to present it. I thought, should I present it based on the issues they were working on or or what? And I thought, no, I think I'll just do it chronologically. And so the very first one that I had happened to be in, um, in 79 A.D. in Pompeii. So that's why I started it, um, I started it then. But for me personally, the journey uh, that brought me to this particular book um, happened started happening when I was about nine years old, and um, and I talk about that a little bit uh, in more detail in my first book on soul writing, um, how I was able to uh, stumble onto this process in which uh, you know I, I would say a prayer and ask for some guidance and was getting things in in uh, in writing. Um, in the case of when I was nine, it was um, I asked for a secret code 
uh, so that I could leave messages around uh, the house so my parents wouldn't understand it. And I did get this little secret code, and it ended up being the Phoenician alphabet. But I didn't find that out for 25 years when I went to a calligraphy class, and there was my secret code as one of the first um, examples of an alphabet. Uh, and it happened again in college uh, when I, I majored in history, specialized in early American history, and uh, didn't really study that well, sat down, had the exam in front of me and panicked, as most students who don't prepare tend to do. And, um, and then the, uh, I'd say the prayer and ask, you know, could, could I get some help? I need some help. And it would come through the written word only in that time period, however. What I didn't realize was that I was actually tapping into um, some past life uh, memories, uh, and it was coming through the writing. So later on, I listened to a subliminal writer's tape, and it happened again. And this time I was getting information about what appeared to be my own past life experience in the 18th century. So when I did my first book on soul writing, I did have a chapter in there about how you can use soul writing for accessing past life information. Uh, Then I thought, I'm going to conduct a research project to see if anybody can do it, not just me. And that's what led to the second book. Oh, you know, so when we look at our lives, right, we get these surprises, right? We're sitting there one day, and then we have a ha-ha, aha moment. You know, what were you thinking when you saw this hieroglyph, let's say, or, or saw, uh, you know, got to discover this writing? What went on in your mind? Did you be, were you like, oh, what? <laughs> you know, well, or did you get some insight? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes when we, when we see something like that, we're then also another download comes. Did you get another download, or did you, like, scratch your head a little bit? Well, the first, well, the, the experience in college was really interesting to me because I absolutely did not study for those exams, and yet I aced every one of them. And it got to the attention of my history professor who called me into his office, and he said to me, you know, you have the most uncanny feel for the 18th century of any student I have ever had. And I sat there and I thought, you know, I do. Because as a child, I always resonated to that time period. Um, I loved the music. I loved the architecture, the clothing, uh, any movies I could see about that time period. I went to the library, got books about Abigail Adams. I just loved it, loved it, loved it. And uh, But I didn't put two and two together um, as a college student, even though I had read Ruth Montgomery and Jess Stern, and I'd read about, uh, I'd read the book, um, The Search for Bridie Murphy. I yeah. knew about reincarnation. I, I was intrigued by it, but it, I didn't put two and two together. This was actually my own past wow. life information that I was writing from memory. Uh, wow. More so than anything else. It wasn't until I did the uh, work with that subliminal writer's tape that it dawned on me. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, I, I, when I did that writing, I could see, I could picture a woman uh, coming down the stairway, holding a candle, sitting at a desk, and, and writing. And as she wrote, I was writing, and I was getting all these strange diary entries from, you know, 1794 or 1802 and stuff like that. And it took me a while to put two and two together that this was actually me tapping into past life memory. Oh, my gosh. You know, one of the things that we're going to talk about when we come back here is we're going to talk about what this soul writing is all about, how we can use it to access and understand our past lives. But also, Joanne, you know, the, the, the question for a lot of people is, okay, if I do that, what does it mean for the life I live in today? 
And that's what I love talking with you about. We're going to talk about that and much more and about what past lives of others might mean to us. How do we connect all the dots? Well, of course, that's why I've got Joanne DiMaggio joining me here today. Your soul remembers we've got a copy of this book to give away accessing your past lives through soul writing. Uh, Is there a particular way to do it? How can we be open to what's going to come through us? Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with the show. Discover Jesus and Mary Magdalene's true relationship as twin flames and archetypes of the balance of masculine and feminine. Discover the real mystery of the Holy Grail. Jesus and Magda will reveal truths of their divine union and their ongoing mission through David Christopher Lewis during a two-day interactive webinar at Meru University Online. Jesus and Magda are sponsoring this course and invite your questions and participation. Class begins on April 6th from 9.30 a.m to noon mountain time and continues on sunday april 13th learn about magda's true status as an apostle and jesus revelations on women's spiritual rights learn what is the divine relationship between men and women as we enter aquarius register now at meruuniversity.org new student and senior discounts apply the course starts sunday april 6th online at meruuniversity.org Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. Make sure to add positive emotions to your counterbalancing thoughts. I know that feeling positive and compassionate toward yourself can be a huge challenge, especially when you're struggling with anxiety. Therefore, it's helpful to imagine that the main source of your negative self-talk is a younger part of your mind which is just playing old tapes and repeating outdated protective programs. You will notice how much easier it is to speak in a calm, reassuring and comforting way when you visualize addressing an inner child. By counterbalancing your negative thoughts with kindness and compassion, you automatically shift your consciousness and attitude from I am powerless to I'm taking charge. Listen to the Yo! Andrew News Talk Show every Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. More info where to listen? www.yoandrewnts.com slash listen. Don't get your message lost in the mail. Email us with this address, yoandrew at yoandrewnts.com. How about tweet Yo! Andrew at andrewtweetgeo. Taking a picture is easy. Instagram us today at yoandrewnts. Hey, 
Hey, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio. The Thrive By is so great having Joanne DiMaggio joining me here today. Your soul remembers accessing your past lives through soul writing with this fabulous author. Uh, so your soul remembers the book, for those of you out there, uh, accessing your past lives through soul writing. It's a story of that groundbreaking research project involving 15 volunteers ranging in age from 23 to 81. Now, the results were astonishing, so those of you out there, for what ultimately emerged from the sessions, and we're going to hear about this. You know, this is not just about statistics and stories, but there's a realization here that Joanne brings to us of the process of soul writing and what each participant was able to recognize in that past life aspect of themselves that still resonated with who they are today. So this book offers practical, simple approach to obtaining the altered mental state needed to tap into the energy of a past uh, persona, and that is important. Joanne, let's talk about why that is important, and then we'll talk about some of these incredible folks and what that process is. You and I were talking during the break, and sometimes when, when folks hear a show like this, they say, oh, that's for Joanne. That's not for me. I'm not going to be able to access that. So tell us a bit about, you know, these folks that were able to do this and the process that they used. Well, um, out of the 50 people, 17 actually had never had a past life regression before, and 21 of them had never even been in an altered state of consciousness. So even though I had a criteria in which I had wanted people that were experienced in, at least if they were meditators, or if they were visual people, um, that would I I that was my optimal audience. But I didn't get that, and that's okay because I always think spirit sends me what I need at the at the time. Um, and so the process that we use, I did a I am a, a certified hypnotherapist. I'm a past life uh, therapist. I've been doing this work for 25, 25 years. Um, what I did was I did a traditional regression with each one of them, and basically. Uh, took them to the lifetime that was most impacting them now. So I, I did a creative visualization with them, guided meditation, uh, had them open a door that led them to the life that was most impacting them in the here and now. And by the way, it was never the life they thought they were going to go to. So many of them said, oh, I know I've had a life in Atlantis. I'm going to go back to Atlantis. And none of them did. Um, so they went back to the life that was most impacting them now. And so we did the whole series of traditional questions you do in a regression, getting to know where they were, whether they were male or female, um, what, their, uh, what the landscape looked like, where geographically were they, what was the time period, the people that they were with. And I asked them to go to a significant event in that life, the one that made the most imprint on their soul in this life. And they did that. Then we went to the death scene. We, then I asked the questions, you know, um, what was the last thing your soul, uh, you were thinking when your soul left your body? Did you have any regrets, any unfinished business? And are there any people wow. from that life in this life? After the regression then, um, I instructed them. I said, now ask your soul if there's any additional information it can provide through soul writing. Soul writing, by the way, a good definition for your listeners is that it is simply written meditation. So it's going into a meditative state, putting the pen down on the paper, and then allowing the uh, information to proceed from you. Uh, it comes up from the divine through you, through your soul, out your hand, and onto the paper. That was the most powerful part of that project, of the research project, because it was in the soul writing 
that they got the additional information that answered a lot of the questions that they could not get answered just by the regression alone. So while they were doing the writing, I was doing the writing alongside with them. So what you have in the book now is a transcript of the regression, their soul writing, and then my soul writing, because I was connecting to my source and I was asking, is there any additional information I can provide them? And that's where all the magic happened, Pat. It was really the most extraordinary and most humbling experience of my life to be on this journey with these 50 people. Uh, And I love the way you presented this, by the way. Just for those of you out there in the book, this is some really, really cool reading because, you know, it's really clear the way you've laid this out. For example, if you're looking at, uh, you know, there's a couple of stories in particular that I just jumped up and down about, and I thought, you got to be kidding me. But you literally put the writing uh, like, for example, I was looking at Carolyn's soul writing and then your soul writing, one right after the other. And I was just amazed at how this all came together. Uh, you know, can, can we share one of these with our listeners and just give folks a, an idea of what this is like and sort of the backdrop of it? Sure. I think the one, the one example that really stunned me the most was with um, uh, Frank DeMarco, who uh, is an author unto, uh, unto himself. Uh, and he went back to a past life uh, as, uh, in, in Pompeii, uh, which is really popular now since the movie is out. Um, no kidding. Yeah. He, um, so he went back to a life in which his name was Cleo. He was a, a teenager, late teens, early 20s, and he was learning to be a diviner in fire. And that was somebody that could look into the fire and see the future, so sort of a, a of a, a soothsayer, I guess you'd say. Uh, but but Cleo was extremely arrogant and uh, very into himself, very egotistical, and so nobody believed him. Nobody they knew he was gifted, but they still didn't listen to anything he had to say because he was just such a pompous person. And so he did foresee that Vesuvius was going to erupt. He tried to warn everybody. Nobody listened. And, of course, everyone died, including Cleo, because he was just filled with um, guilt. He went into the, into the uh, caves and, and he suffocated. Well, in this life, um, unbeknownst to me, uh, Frank was uh, suffering from asthma. And we didn't discuss that prior to the regression. In his soul wow. writing session, the first sentence he wrote was, Asthma, the result of feared lungs? And it was then wow. that he made the connection that the asthma in this life was a was the physical karma that he had brought forward from the Pompeii life, which shows people that you could bring things forward from lifetimes that are thousands of years ago. It's not just necessarily the one right before you came into this lifetime. Um, after he made that connection, and the reason it came up, by the way, is because Frank is basically doing in this life what he did in the in the Cleo life. He is. No kidding. He is getting in front of people. He is talking. He's sharing his wisdom. And the, the, the asthma was the trigger. It was like, don't do what you did last time. People need to believe you. Don't be pompous. Don't be full of yourself. You know. Well, the moment he made the, the connection that this was from that lifetime, the asthma was from that lifetime, the asthma disappeared. And it was the first case of spontaneous healing that I had ever experienced in my practice, although I had read about it and knew about it from, uh, from other, uh, other therapists, but I had never experienced it with one of my clients, and he hasn't had a case of asthma since. So that was one of the most powerful examples of how healing 
it is to explore uh, your past lives and come to an understanding of how they're impacting you today. Well, one of the things that i got to say is this, and we're going to talk more about this, and when we come back, we'll give away a copy of the book. You know, we're all looking for answers. You know what I mean? You know, mm-hmm. here's what I love about, you know, what you do, Joanne. Uh, first of all, I, I'm kind of, you know, amazed that 10 years later after starting a show that I could actually have a conversation about past lives and get excited about it without any doubt in my mind. So I've come a long way in my own little progression of things, let's say. But what I love about what you're talking about is so many folks, millions, millions if not billions of people, are in the place of the question. You know, the question about their lives, the question about the world, you know, the question about you know, what action can I take? I, I interviewed uh, Vivian Hart the other day, a 10-year-old that is on a mission by the time she's 20 to end childhood slavery. She's got a book out. She's got a movie out. She sold lemonade to raise her first 100000 But she was so clear after she saw that picture. And, I, and here's what I'm struck by. You know, for those of us that are not 10 anymore, um, we've built up some blockages along the way. What our soul wants us to remember, doesn't it? Absolutely, and uh, that's one of the the most remarkable aspects of this work is that no matter what you're dealing with today, whether it is a physical karma issue, whether it's a relationship issue, uh, whether it's uh, dealing with uh, uh, family uh, issues, whatever, your career, your finances, uh, a love interest, whatever, uh, the answers to why you are having to repeat, you know, the patterns you see. That's one of the interesting things that I look at. What are the parallels between the two lifetimes? Um, it can be found when you do this sort of deep-level soul work because the answers are really all there, and anybody, anybody can access them. Uh, you don't have to have a special talent or ability. It's your birthright to get mm-hmm. those answers. So. Um, mm-hmm. So I would say to anybody that, uh, and, and throughout the book, you'll read some very remarkable stories about people who came into the session with no expectations whatsoever and left uh, feeling totally transformed, that, that something they knew something important had just happened. They were given a key uh, to answer some of those answers, questions that have been locked up inside of them literally for centuries. So um, well, think, you know. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, part of this is like, you know, this is going to be a joke. We could talk about this when we come back. It's not going to be a joke, but it's <laughs> going to be a little funny. You know, Linda scheduled the show. And uh, and so uh, here's what I'm fascinated by. You know, how does someone that has never seen China, uh, that has grown up in, born, born in New York, grown up in New Jersey, how does someone have a direct affinity to dragons? You know, how does someone have such an attachment to dragons? Uh, in my case, I get teased about this a lot. If you come into my place right now, you'll see little lights, little twinkly lights. Well, they, they don't all twinkle. But you'll see that I have a need to have certain kind of lighting. Really? Where did that come from? Neither one of us has come from a place where lights were important or dragons were important. You know, so this is, I think, what you're talking about. And as I read the book and I read the stories, I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, i got to get, Linda's got to connect with you. Let's take a short break. When we come back, your soul remembers, we're going to give a copy of the book away. We're going to talk more stories. But also, 
you know, what's going to happen is Joanne's going to take us down a journey on how we can actually tap into this. How do we get some help, uh, help to really discover some of those things? And what are these soul groups that are emerging everywhere? When we come back, we're going to talk about spontaneous healing as the soul remembers as well. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Are you tired of being tired? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know the adrenal glands, the workhorse of the body? They are the means by which you position yourself in life for whatever comes your way. Tiny but mighty, producing hormones the body uses to promote energy and vitality. These adrenals determine how you respond to stress and when depleted, the body loses its ability to function powerfully when we need it most. The much needed adrenaline or epinephrine is not available for emergency situations. Cortisone and cortisol, the longer-acting anti-stress adrenal hormones, can also become depleted due to the pace of our everyday lives. We overwork and undernutrition our most powerful ally that helps us to live the lives we desire. We are able to determine the optimum function of the adrenals and put your system back in balance. Contact us today to feel powerfully energized at 888-777-4232. Or visit us at MaryJaneMack.com. Tap into your I Am energy to discover who you truly are and who you always have been. Dawn Smith offers a simple yet profound and life-changing way to discover your I Am energy that is hidden beneath the toxicity caused by choices we made consciously or unconsciously prior to today. This internal perfection is not an idea, a theory, or some vague notion or concept. On the contrary, it is beyond the grasp of the brain and its intellectual interpretations as it lies deep within the language of our hearts. Visit imenergy.ca. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners, award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Tune in each Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio to Limelight Radio with Katina Macris. This is an inspirational, cutting-edge radio show educating worldwide listeners on the diversity of Lyme disease-related topics. Each week, Katina will interview some of the world's leaders in health, wellness, spirituality, and human potential. For more information, visit LimeLightRadio.com. Hey, 
everybody. Welcome back. For more information about us, go to the drpatshow.com or go to transformationtalkradio.com. Your soul remembers accessing your past lives through soul writing. Joanne DiMaggio joining me here today. She is best-selling author, author of this book. These stories will absolutely change your point of view, change your perspective on your life. But what is it that we can learn from them? How do they help us heal? Uh, and, you know, and we'll talk about how do we learn this? How can we learn about soul writing? Uh, but before we go ahead and we talk a little bit about, you know, some of the stories in here, and why is it that I have to be, I have to have these, these special lights around and Linda has to have dragons around? You know, what is it about us that we are carrying forth from some unknown place and how can we figure it out? Before we do that, we'd love to be able to give a copy of the book away, Your Soul Remembers. The stories in here are amazing. And the way that Joanne has written the book is just completely, I mean, once you pick it up, I just couldn't take, I, I couldn't put it down. You know, whether it's Pompeii, whether it's China, whether it's some other place that you never thought you were at, but have an affinity for, this is really what this is about. So 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. If you please could give us a call, we'd love to give you a copy of this amazing book. Uh, Joanne, before we jump on um, and talk about some of this, please let folks know how they can find out more more about you, uh, how they can schedule sessions, whatever it is that they can do to figure this out. <laughs> well, they could uh, go to my website, which is joannedimaggio.com. It's J-O-A-N-N-E-D-I-M-A-G-G-I-O.com. And no, I'm not related to the famous baseball player, which is a question everybody asks me. Um, and so information on both of my books is there on my regression sessions on, on the soul writing. And um, I do teach this uh, in workshops across the country. Um, so if your, viewer, if your listeners would like uh, to find out if I'll be in their neck of the woods, they can check my website for that. I'll be in Austin in May and Chicago in July. Um, happy to come out and, and teach this because I'm so passionate about it that I, I just love to share it. Thank you. So first caller, 1-800-930-2819. We'd love to give you a copy of the book. Um, okay, so I would love for you to talk a little bit about what I shared, because I don't think that Linda and I are different from other people, you know, oh, no. and how they go about in their lives. And I shared a little bit about, you know, what happens if you walk into my space, but also about Linda. You know, <laughs> she loves dragons. It doesn't matter what kind or how they just loves them and, and has many of them in her home. Mm-hmm. Uh how did we get to be at this place, if you could shed a little light? And how do we figure out what it means? Well, you know, this is one of the things that I, I teach when I teach the resonance method of past life recall, which is a really good place for beginners. Um, and basically, you make a list of everything that you resonate to. Some people like to go to the same place all the time on vacation. Uh, so it, it, this process asks you, kind of look around your home, see how you decorate. What kind of music do you like? What kind of movies do you go see? What books do you read? Uh, what costume did you wear when you were uh, a child at Halloween? Um, and so you sort of take a look at all of your likes and your dislikes. What kind of food do you like? What kind of food don't you like? Um, I personally um, uh, always resonated to the 18th century, and I was mentioning to you um, on, during the break that I used to uh, write with a quill pen by candlelight when I was a kid, and I grew up in a very blue-collar neighborhood in Chicago, so 
so that wasn't normal, was it? Um, but no. anyway, there's a lot of people that if you look, if you just examine your own life, and then you say to yourself, you know what, there's no logical reason for me to, to feel this way or to, you know, everyone, I don't care for, um, for Asian food at all, and my friends just get on my case all the time. Why don't you like it? Why don't you like it? And I don't like anything remotely dealing with that culture. And did I have a bad past life somewhere in the Orient? Very well could have been. I, I don't really know. I haven't examined that. But things that are totally illogical, you know, as to why you like something or why you dislike something so intensely when you have no reason to, are often very, very strong clues about bleed through from a previous lifetime. You, you know, you sort of, it was so important to you then that you brought it in with you in this lifetime, and it just kind right. of gives you clues to figure out um, who you were and what you were dealing with before. Well, you know, this is, you have story after story after story about about this and, and about what's happened to different people, uh, you know, in, in the book and how they uh, have got connected with certain other parts of their lives. I mean, we were talking about Pompeii for a little bit, right? Right. Um, you know, and, and uh, how does one, let's talk about, you know, how one makes sense of this, right, in terms of, you know, this is what's going on in my life, I've done this now. And it's provided insight for people. And I think that's really kind of, you know, I, uh, what's also part of this is, you know, what does this insight now, now provide for people? How does, it, how, how does it help them lay a pathway mm-hmm. for them to perhaps take a different action in their lives, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, I had one gentleman who came for a regression, and he went back to Rome in the uh, 301 A.D., and his name then, he, the way he pronounced it, sometimes when they pronounce names, I can't spell them, so it sounded yeah. like Leanne. But um, anyway, uh, he um, was, uh, or he was a she then, obviously, and would see the, the gladiators um, games in the Colosseum or wherever she happened to be in Rome. She was with a, a, a higher up uh, um, a well-to-do family, so she was kind of in the inner circle and uh, didn't see any sense to all that killing. Uh, and But she was very suspicious about the people around her. She thought she was very paranoid, thought that the people around her hated her, they wanted to kill her, um, had these real negative feelings. Well, in this life, um, he, he worked at, at a local university and felt that he um, was surrounded, basically was surrounded by the same people. So it was a soul group that had come back with him in this life. And one of the things that, that was the, the final word in uh, Leanne's life, because uh, she committed suicide in, in the Roman life, was, I hate them, I hate what they stand for, I hate everything about them, they're sociopaths, they care about no one but themselves. In wow. this life, he described the people he worked with in just about the same way. He said, um, he said the people there were thoughtless, like the people in Rome, uh, one-dimensional people, they're almost some kind of benign sociopath. So he used that word twice. So for him, he made the connection of why he felt such strong antagonism toward his co-workers, when in fact his co-workers on a soul level had agreed to come back with him, present the lesson to him all over again so that he could work through it. So that's sometimes what you see happening with with uh, with the introduction of, of soul groups because we do travel together, somewhat like in pods, um, right. because in our, in our pre life 
um, planning session, we do make agreements with people that we love, friends, uh, family, even sometimes our uh, foes, uh, to come back together to deal with whatever lesson that you're going to work on in this life. So, so someone who may have been very abusive to you in a previous life will come back to you in this life. Um, perhaps you need to work on forgiveness or or whatever the issue may be. So um, it, it's fascinating, the, the pattern and the parallels um, and how uh, what we're dealing with today absolutely has a direct link to what happened to us before. And when you discover that and you, you can release it, you can heal it, you could let it go, and then you can move forward. And, and that's really what this work is all about. Yeah. I mean, isn't that the kind of lesson that most of the folks that were part of the research uh, isn't that one of the things that they discovered that was uh, so freeing from this? Oh, they all had so many aha moments. They they were like, oh, now I understand. Now I understand why this has been happening. They could see it very clearly. They could see how it was set up this way. And it was actually, um, no matter no matter how horrendous the experience, I had one woman, my, the oldest participant I had uh, uh, was uh, 81 years old, and she went back to a lifetime in which uh, she was mm-hmm. in France in 1870, married to an wow. abusive man who, who um, disapproved of her writing. He beat her because of it, wouldn't let her write. She died at 53. Um, and when I asked what her unfinished business was, she said, my writing. In this life, he comes back again as her husband, but this time he's not um, physically abusive, but he does discourage her. She waited until he passed away. And um, now she's in her 80s, and she's a, a prolific writer of novels. Uh, she's just, you know, picking up where she left off before. Her husband stopped her before. Her husband stopped her again this life. And now she's pushing through that, and she's actually doing the writing that she so loved. I love it. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about, you know, some of the soul groups, how they're emerging. We're also going to talk about how you can connect directly and, and the process. How do we learn to do this? What is this about? You know, this idea uh, of us to be in this altered state, and what it, what do we ask our soul? What can what can we ask our soul? Uh, again, a copy of the book, first caller one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine, or locally four two five three seven three five five two seven. First caller, we'll be right back with the show, and my very special guest, Joanne DiMaggio. The book is Your Soul Remembers: Accessing Your Past Lives Through Soul Writing. We'll be right back. Where do you desire to go in your life? Are you only looking outside yourself for the answers? What if you use your soul's wisdom to lead the way? So what is the soul and how do you access its wisdom? Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen will unpack these questions and help you tap into and trust your own inner voice to solve everyday problems. Our Soul Suitcase is a treasure chest of wisdom inside us waiting to be discovered. Listen to Soul Suitcase while Victoria Cohen takes everyday situations like job loss, relationship struggles, parenting challenges, work stress, and health concerns and shows you how awakening to your inner voice helps you make more conscious choices where your life flows more smoothly with greater clarity purpose, grace, and ease. As a psychotherapist and soul coach, Victoria has inspired thousands of clients over the past 31 years to listen to their inner wisdom and let it guide them on their true path. You can learn this too on Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen. Your soul suitcase is packed. Are you ready to start your journey? 
anyone teach you to be a parent? What if there were tools that could make your job a whole lot easier? Glenna Rice invites you to be the questionable parent you truly be in a dynamic teleseries designed to empower parents to know that they know and give you the awareness required to create ease and joy between you and your children. Check out GlennaRice.com to learn more and to book a private session. Or dial 415-235-2807. This is Peggy Snow, practitioner at Stellar Reflections with a Stellar Reflections Minute. So many people these days are trying to find ways to relieve their stress. What happens to our breathing when we're feeling overwhelmed and stress? When we tune in, we realize that we're either holding our breath or taking very shallow breath. To signal the body that all is well, which most of the time it is, Sometimes all that is needed is a nice, deep breath to break the cycle. First, exhale to get all the stale air out by engaging the abdominal muscles and blowing gently. Next, take a nice, full breath in, feeling it fill your body all the way down to your hips. Release fully and enjoy the freedom of movement. Notice how your body feels. Do you feel refreshed? Calmness is only a breath away. This has been a Stellar Reflections Minute. For more information about what we offer at Stellar Reflections, visit us at StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. You are listening to Transformation Talk Radio, the home of some of the world's most inspiring talk radio hosts. Please stay tuned at the top of the hour. We will be bringing you another amazing, educational, and inspiring show to get you on the path to transforming your life. For more information about us, please visit our website, www.transformationtalkradio.com. That's www.transformationtalkradio.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I want to welcome you back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. Certainly, you're going to want to get some information from Joanne, my very special guest today, about, you know, uh, how you can find out more. And we're going to talk a little bit about the process here in a minute, Joanne. But before we do, please let folks know about your website. And also, you've got a course going on, so I think we should let them know about that. Absolutely. Um, The website, again, is uh, joannedimaggio.com. It's uh, J-O-A-N-N-E-D-I-M-A-G-G-I-O. And right now I am teaching an online course through Edgar Cayce's uh, A-R-E in Atlantic University. Um, and if you go to the Edgar Cayce website, it's edgarcasey.org, and look under Education under E-Group, you'll see um, it, it's, it's the same name as my book, Your Soul Remembers. We just started it, so you could still get in on it. And it's a four-week course, and it's going to go into depth. Uh, and it'll include regressions. It'll include uh, soul writing practice sessions. Um, and I think that uh, it's a really um, transformative course. Uh, and people that have taken it or are taking it now are just bonding with each other because there's, uh, it's so wonderful to be with like-minded souls and exploring uh, your spiritual path together. So I hope people will sign up for that. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. You know, let's talk about what the process is. we got about five or six minutes here, okay. and I know this is going to be a condensed version, but but if you're like me and you've been reading the book and listening, you're, you're ready to say, okay, I want to start this like now. Okay. Um, the soul writing process is, is relatively simple. I, I have in my book what became 12 steps for it, but um, I'm only going to give you the, the, the most essential ones. 
Um, it is something anybody can do. First of all, I want, to, I want everyone to know that this is not a special talent or ability. Um, it's basically writing in an altered state of consciousness. So if you're a meditator, if you regularly uh, meditate, the information you get in a meditation it, you know, kind of swirls around your head. This process takes that information and puts it out on the paper, on the written page, so that you have a, a, a journal of it. You could go back to it and reread it. So I tell people, go to a very quiet place, someplace you won't be distracted. Um, maybe there's a room in your house that you feel that, that you're really close to spirit in that room. You might do your meditating in there, your reading. Just someplace that, that you won't get interrupted. Um, close your eyes. Take a few deep breaths. Get yourself centered. Whatever you do to get into that quiet, peaceful state. Um, have the pen in your hand and the paper on your lap um, when you're doing this. Now, you could have some music playing in the background if you like uh, or, or not. It doesn't matter. Uh, whatever helps you to get deep. Um, so one of the most important parts of this process, however, is that you do say a prayer of protection. Uh, you can make up a prayer, or if you know a prayer of protection, people at Unity always have a, a prayer handy that they, that they use. Surround yourself with white light. See yourself encased in a bubble of white light. Uh, say that prayer of protection that only the highest and best come through. We do this because some people lapse over into automatic writing, uh, and that's not something that you want to be doing. This is different. I call it soul writing. Edgar Casey called it inspirational writing. Um, so there is a difference between the two. So we want to keep you um, connected to the highest and best sources for your information. Uh, and then simply ask a question or simply ask for guidance. Um, it's like a phone home card. There's somebody there 24 hours a day, seven days a week to answer. So if you want to write a question out, you can do that. Um, if you don't want to write a question, you just want to put the pen on the paper, uh, you can do that as well. And then allow the, the pen to move unimpeded. So if you want, you could start by making some ovals because the ovals and the loops will turn into letters, like they'll turn into an L and an E and an O, and they'll keep going like that. Out of that will come words. Out of the words will come either phrases. Some people just get one or two words. Some people get a full sentence. This is stream of consciousness writing, so you don't want to inhibit it in any way. Do not worry about editing it. Don't worry about spelling. Don't worry about grammar. Don't worry about punctuation. Just allow the, the words to just flow on the page. Sometimes your pen never even leaves the paper. You can do it on the computer, by the way, if you want to do it on a keyboard. The only thing about the keyboard, it does feel different than when you do it through your hand. Uh, and on the keyboard, you have to make sure that your fingers are positioned correctly on the keys. Because if you shift over just a little bit, you know what will happen. You won't be able to read anything that you got. But there are many writers who, who do it on the um on their uh, keyboard rather than by hand. I like to do it by hand. I like to do it with a, a fountain pen just because I love the way the feel of the flow of the ink is. So just allow the writing to, 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 uh, to go uninterrupted. Um, I should tell you that the meat of the message is usually right in the middle. So in the beginning you may get a, a salutation. I always get, um, my dear child, we are with you in love and in light, or you are in the light of God, so fear nothing. And then like an oreo cookie in a way you know you start to get the top is just the we're kind of getting the feel of this um hello we're really glad you're in touch the middle is the message the middle is the meat of the message and then the end will be you'll it'll it'll kind of just slow down naturally and and you'll flow right out of it you will know instinctively when to stop um and you can do it any eventually as you practice but over and over again you can do it any place any time 
that you want to connect to spirit for guidance. It's available to you, as I said, 24-7. So, and you can use it for all aspects of your life. It doesn't have to be past life related. It could be uh, to ask, a, ask questions about, um, you know, uh, a relationship issue or a career issue or if something's troubling you and, and you aren't able to get the answer any other way. Ask that question of spirit, um, because the information that you get will give you an entirely different perspective. It'll be something that you never thought of. One of the things a lot of my, my uh, uh, clients and people who do this with me, they can't believe that they wrote it. The profound nature of the, of the message always surprises them, and they say, this, I didn't write this, I couldn't have written this, but you did write it. It came through your soul. So as I said, it is something, it's your birthright to do this, and I would encourage everybody to... Um, to try it, and uh, you'll you'll not be your life will change once you start doing it. There's no doubt about it. I love it. Wow, what a great great conversation, and Joanne, thank you for everything that you're doing. And again, uh, just tell folks how they can sign up for the course that you're offering now, uh, and just give out your website again and how to get a copy of the book. Oh, sure. The course is on edgercasey.org. Go under education under e-groups, and you'll see it's your soul remembers. You could click on that, and it'll tell you more about the course and how you can register for it. Uh, my website is joannedimaggio.com, J-O-A-N-N-E-D-I-M-A-G-G-I-O.com. And information on my website is about uh, all the workshops that I'm giving and information about both of my books. And the books are available on Amazon, um, and so um, I encourage everyone to... Uh, to get a sense of it just by reading my website, and hopefully you'll you'll buy the book. And uh, I'd love to hear from your listeners if they'd like to drop me uh, an email. That information's on my website as well. Awesome. Awesome. Everybody out there, uh, again, Joanne DiMaggio, your soul remembers accessing your past lives through soul writing. Joanne, thank you so much for an amazing show. Last question. What's your personal message? My personal message is that all the answers lie within. You just have to ask. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Joanne. Thank Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. Fabulous book. This is fabulous. I'm still trying to wrap my mind around some of this. It's amazing. Uh, Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. We've got a great lineup for you later on right here on Transformation Talk Radio. Uh, Just go to TransformationTalkRadio.com and tune in and turn on and turn it up. We'll see you next time. Born Disease Alliance, TBDA, has just launched Fight Back for a Cure, a new national grassroots campaign to build support for the fight against tick-borne diseases. This fall, 24-year-old John Donnelly is biking across America 
to meet others affected by tick-borne diseases and raise awareness about the national tick-borne disease epidemic. TBDA wants you to get involved in the campaign and follow John's journey. To learn more, visit BiteBackForACure.org. Hello, this is Peter Aquilina, CEO and founder of Deer Defense, LLC. For over 15 years, I have been dedicated to tick reduction and the prevention of Lyme disease and other tick-borne diseases. Deer abatement and tick reduction is what we do, and it is all we do. We offer deer fence sales and installation, organic tick sprays, even a simple and inexpensive Lyme risk assessment for your property. Call or email us today at 203-550-8350 or deerdefense at gmail.com. That's D-E-E-R-D-E-F-E-N-C-E at gmail.com. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you're ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com. Or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat. I want to introduce you to my friends at BioResource, the exclusive Beyond Balance distributor in the United States and Canada. Used clinically by top Lyme doctors, Beyond Balance herbal formulas have helped thousands of patients battle tick-borne disease by providing superior immune system support and enhancing detoxification. Beyond Balance formulas are sold through healthcare professionals. The oral drops contain non-GMO food-grade vegetable glycerin, making them well-tolerated by children and alcohol sensitive patients. Practitioners often complement Beyond Balance formulas with high quality homeopathic such as Pecanospigeric remedies to enhance patient results. For more information, licensed or certified healthcare practitioners can call BioResource, the exclusive Beyond Balance distributor for the United States and Canada at 800-203-3775. That's 800-203-3775. And together, let's win the battle against Lyme disease. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. Anxiety is in many ways a learned behavior, which is rooted in our childhood. During our early years, when we are the most dependent on others, negative feedback, judgment, or ridicule infiltrate our subconscious mind and leave us wondering whether we are really safe, lovable, or good enough. In response, a part of our mind develops protective strategies to keep us from getting hurt. Let's imagine that the anxiety you've been battling with stems from the part that has assumed the job of keeping you safe. Doesn't it then make sense that your anxiety makes you expect the worst, so that you are prepared, keeps you on your toes to avoid failure, or shames and belittles you before someone else can do this to you? When you consider the source of your anxiety as a vulnerable child that just tries to keep you safe, you no longer feel that you're the victim of your own mind but instead are more easily able to take on the role of the caring, reassuring adult. 